Welcome to another episode of Chin Wagon with Ruck. Mother. Mom. Mom. Mommy. When you hear these words, what comes to mind? A provider? A sensitive person? Someone you can come to in need? Someone that has your back when no one else will? A nourisher? Well, to everybody, those terminologies do not come to mind. To some it does, to some it do not. Today, on this episode, we have two young ladies here that can tell their story about Trying to raise two bad kids on your own And there's no way I can pay you back But my plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate it Alright, we have here Molly And Jamie Hello How are you? Great, great, great Well, when you heard the introduction We were talking about mom and mother And what I want to ask you two is First of all Explain your upbringing. Explain your childhood. Explain from the moment, the first remembrance or thought that you can remember. Of my childhood. Uh, fear. Uh, my first memory is uh, I was three years old. I was beaten and put in a toy chest with someone sitting on it to keep me in there. And that was that three-year-old? Yes, sir. I can tell you the exact house, the color of the carpet, the outfit she had on. Wow. And who's the oldest between you two? I am. Okay. Your first memory, Molly? I was three or four, being set outside of the bedroom because I slept with her, our M-O-T-H-E-R. And I was set outside the bedroom in the middle of the night with the door shut behind me and locked while a man walked past me to go in there with her. That was y'all first memory? Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so let's fast forward a little bit. What's next? What's the next thing you remember? Just in childhood in general? Just in childhood in general. Just childhood. Uh, survival taking care of Molly, finding her in a living room. She was probably two, three years old. I came home from school, no one home with her, uh, no electricity, no food. She was burned up with fever. So I put her in a wagon, wrapped her in a blanket, and pulled her down to the corner store and asked them if I could use the phone. Wow. Mm. Okay, Molly, your next memory. Always looking for acceptance. Um, I think that's why I chose to try to have a relationship with our mother so hard just because I wanted her to accept. I wanted to please her to make her happy because if she was unhappy, then it was hard on mainly Jamie because Jamie was my protector. Okay, how many siblings is it? Three. All girls? Yes. 
Okay, so what's the age difference between everyone? Uh, between the oldest and I's, roughly about 20 months. And between Molly and I is four and a half years. Four and a half years. So when she was two or three, you were seven. Mm. Wow. Was there a father in the home? No. No father? No. So y'all basically grew up poor? Yes. And then on top of that, you had to deal with the struggles of survival? Mm-hmm. Yes. What about aunties or cousins? Oh, or? No, we have an aunt that is only four years older than me, but she has wore many hats in our life. She has been the mother. She has been the friend. She's been the sister. She's been the caretaker. Um, but then we also had my grandparents. You know, they... Um, that was our that was our stability, the only stability we had. But, you know, it was old school. Uh, my grandmother was convinced she was going to turn our mother, quote unquote, into a mother. Um, so, you know, she was going to make her do right. Yeah, things would happen. She would come and rescue us, but then return us because she was going to make her do be a mom. Yeah, and little did she know, hindsight. It was 10 times worse. What happens in the house stays in the house. Yeah, that's a famous saying. Wow. You know, I, a lot of people can't imagine your stories right now, can't imagine going through what you went through. And I'm one of them. I have five kids, and one of my daughters kind of feel the same way about her mom. And my thing to her, I keep telling her, like, but that's your mom. Mm-mm. It's your mom. You 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 gotta look past everything. It's your mom. But now I'm hearing what you guys are saying, and a mom is not someone who carries you and gives birth to you. A mom is not someone that quote unquote puts a bed under your head at night. It's not. A mom is somebody that <clears throat> loves you unconditionally. unconditionally, supports you, there for you doesn't show jealousy towards you, doesn't challenge you to get to your breaking point. They want to see that breaking point. That's that's not a mother. A mother is somebody that supports you, even when you're doing wrong. They're like, you know, you're doing wrong, but hey, I've got you. We're going to get it figured right, out. Right, exactly. A mom is, it doesn't justify being a mom just because you give birth to somebody. It does not. But so many times in, in the profession that I'm in, which is law enforcement, we deal with a lot of situations, and a lot of times those situations carry on throughout the generations. Yes. So with y'all being that young and growing up, how did y'all overcome it? How did y'all realize that this is not how it is supposed to be? We chose not to be her. We fight every day not to be her. That was the day that I was told I was going to be a mother. <clears throat> that was a vow and a promise I made to myself that I would never have my kids look at me the way I look at her. I would never. I would give my last breath to make sure that they felt loved, they felt supported, they felt home. Right. And I never had that until, now, like I said, I'm not bashing my grandparents. They had kids of their own. They had many grandkids in and out, many nieces and nephews in and out. They did what they could do. But I never had that home until I had my kids. 
So you never had that feeling of home until you was an adult and having your kids. And when I say that, I don't mean like a place, a, a stick built place. Well, you're talking about that feeling, that, that spiritual feeling, feeling of that home. That feeling of home. Yes. I did not have that until I had my my child. Now, with Molly, that she that was my goal. She was not going to see the things that I did. She was not going to get the reactions that I got. The beatings. Um, right. That I, I made sure of that. I mean, up until I finally left, she was 15. And, that's well, between 14 and 15. And that's when it turned towards her more. But at that point, I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd lost myself. So you left. Mm-hmm. Didn't it bother you about leaving her behind? Oh, no, I never left her behind. I'd sneak. I would see her. Okay. I made sure that she had. I was had... told I wasn't allowed to see her. Wow. I, I mean, you know, I, I made sure she had clothes. I call her and tell her that I no longer had a bed. I took my bed down and I gave it to her. Wow. I, I may I was on the outskirts, but I could not be. It was it was a life or death situation at that point. Did y'all ever feel like she showed favoritism? Oh yeah. Yes, to our older sister. Really? Mm-hmm. Why y'all think that was? Was it a father? She like the older sister father better than she like. We all had the same. Was it because the older sister looked more like her? I mean, what do y'all think it was? They're alike. Their mentality. Gotcha. They they really are. They they're a lot alike. Wow. So the older sister was seeing what she was doing to you. Mm-hmm. She didn't ever try to intervene. Mm-hmm. I intervened. Um, she was seventeen, eighteen, uh, yeah. something like mm-hmm. that. She went haywire, and the quote unquote mother. And I know I keep saying that because she's not. I understand. But she came at her. She really went full force swinging on her. I intervened. I took it. Mm-hmm. That was, I guess that was just the way I was. I was a, even though she would throw me under the bus in a heartbeat. You were the protector. But mm-hmm. I just, that was just what I did. So growing up living in something like that, I can only imagine being a, a adolescent, a child, a teenager. How did that interfere with your life? For a school life, uh, well, were you we, angry? Were you staying in trouble? I did not stay in trouble. I buried myself in um, working. I started working when I was about thirteen, babysitting, cleaning houses, doing yard work, whatever I could. She um, wore school clothes. Wow. I would uh, play sports. I kept myself in sports. That was my saving grace. And God rest her soul, Crystal Tarkins was my basketball coach and. That woman told me, she said, no matter what's behind that closed door, there's always daylight when you open it. <laughs> that stuck with me, and wow. I, it went way deeper than, but she saw something in me, and she didn't know the details of my life, but wow. she knew it was rough, and she never gave up. So wow. to this day, that, that woman's voice sticks with me. Amen. And then with mine, I played sports. I worked, but then I started dating Ryan, my husband, when I was 14. What parent lets their child date at 14 years old, 8th grade? How old was your husband? He was 16. Okay. We had known their family my whole life, but his family took me under. So that was like your way out? That was my way out. If it wasn't been for them, a lot of times. So when you... I couldn't get to Jamie, 
Right. I was going to them. So you were 14, and how old are you now? I'm 40. And y'all are still together? We are still Amen. together. Amen. <laughs> yes, we are still together. Wow. That's amazing. It, it still is just hard for me to fathom this, but I, I'm trying. Now, she did nothing for you guys. I mean, as far as, because we in a, you, y'all moms now, so y'all know when school comes about, you got school supplies, you got certain things you have to buy for your child, you got to fill out the lunch, fill out the lunch form, make sure your child eat. It's so much involved in being a parent, especially a mom. You got hair to do, allegedly. You got hair to do. You got the lessons of life to to tell your daughter about little boys and what they would expect. And so y'all got none of that. She would tell us we were going school shopping. We get excited. So there was three of us. We got one outfit, a piece. She got three outfits. She would take us separately. We got a book bag. She got three pocketbooks. She would take you separately? Mm-hmm. So the other won't see what the other got? Mm-hmm. And that way she get, we get one thing, she gets one thing. Oh, my goodness. And then hair. Uh, <laughs> my grandmother was a hardcore holiness. We were not allowed makeup. You didn't cut your hair. You didn't have piercings, none of that. So my hair, when it was pulled up, I would still sit on it. That's how long my hair was. Yes. So washing it and brushing it, it was a whole day process. And she would, when our, our grandmother had us, she would wash and do our hair and put it up and braid it, and it would stay. Right. With the other one, I would wind up, after being with her for a few weeks, I would wind up going to have to go to a beauty shop. My grandmother would have to take me, um, and they would have to get knots the size of softballs out of the back of my hair and I would have to sit there for hours and they would just have to pick me because she wouldn't do it she would hit the way my grandmother said she'd hit a couple licks on top and pull it up and that was it and you you, cry or get upset because she hit you in the head with a brush yes and she always had a wooden brush oh my goodness when all that happened to you to you were y'all afraid to have kids I mean, were y'all, like, when that moment come, No. y'all y'all wanted kids? I wanted, I wanted to love. I wanted to give love. Right. And that was, I had a hard time. I wanted to be loved. And right. I never felt, no, my grand, like I said, my grandparents were great. My grandfather was my best friend. But to feel that love that you see your friends having, I wanted that. Yeah, that was my next question. When y'all had friends and y'all see how they mom in that with them, mm-hmm. they had to, like, hit home hard. Oh, it did. Really did. I would sneak out. I had a friend that lived probably, I don't know, two miles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would sneak out at nighttime, middle of night, and go over to her house just so I could get up in the morning and her mom would be up fixing breakfast just to see what that was like. Get your hair done. Yeah. Before you go to school. Have somebody say, have a good day. My best friend lived through the woods. I had a trail to go to her house, and her mom would do that for me. She would press my clothes. I was like, why are you pressing clothes? We're just going to school. She would press her clothes. She would have me clothes at her house. When, when A lot of people don't understand it, but when you have a child, and that child is growing up, the child sees what the mm-hmm. adults are doing, and they mimic that. Mm-hmm. 
so it described a moment when it was just y'all in the mom at home. Like most people, they'll watch TV, watch their favorite TV show. Oh, no. They sit there. Describe what it is. You hit the floor, your bed is to be made. You are to clean that house from top to bottom. Every day. Every day. All laundry had to be done. We cooked meals. We were six to eight years old. I would put. uh, Oh, supper had to be cooked. I would put Molly up in a chair. um, So spaghetti was the easiest thing. And so I'd put her in the chair watching the noodles boil while I was doing laundry and mopping floors. And then I would drain that and have the meat done and drain it, and I'd get her to mix it up while I was vacuuming and cleaning bathrooms. And what age was this? Oh, you were, what, four? So, so you was 11? Yeah. So you had to grow up fast. I don't know what it is to be a kid. Mm. I've never been a kid. I wanted that, and I'm not putting a pat on my back whatsoever, but I made it my duty to make sure she was. You know, she went to prom, I bought her dresses. She went to uh, play basketball, I bought her shoes. She, Her first car, I bought her. So you had to be a mom yes. without being a mom. Yeah. Yes. But I never looked at it like that. I looked more as, I didn't have it, but you will. Right. That, that protector mode. That, that, protector. Yeah. And that I mean, she, Mother. I mean, oh, well, yes. I didn't understand that until I was one. Right. And it, it even took me, it probably by my second child, to even realize, wait, this is the way it's supposed to be? Because, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, like I said, I had my grandparents, don't get me wrong. Right. But to know that, I didn't, I didn't understand it. That, it, it. It got bad to where it, she tried to turn on me. And Jamie would literally shield me, and she would get the beatings. And because Jamie wouldn't cry, she would beat her more and screaming, cry. She told me, if you cry, I'll stop. But I felt like that was a satisfaction she wanted, and I wouldn't give it to her. Strong-willed. And that's coming from your M.O.M.? So, was there ever a time like Christmas time that it was a a good jolly feeling? Like we got Christmas presents, but we always knew within a month they were getting repossessed, or somebody was coming to pick them up that she had quote unquote had a relationship with, and they had purchased it, and they would come take it back. Going back to me having a bed, not having a bed. I had. I'm an animal lover. I always was, and I'd find a stray, I was bringing it home. <laughs> I was hiding it out in the crawl space or back in the corner of the yard or something. <laughs> I just, I wanted an animal. Right. And I had a dog, and I worshiped that dog. It was a mutt dog, but she was very protective of me. And she came through a screen door after the quote-unquote mother Whoa. when she had me pinned down she was double fisting me, and I was probably 11, 12 at that point. And the dog came in after, well, the next day my dog was gone. So you're saying this woman actually hit you with fists? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had another dog that she, it was a puppy. It had an accident on a tile floor, so she told me I was going to learn a lesson. And she took me in the bathroom and made me watch her drowned it in the toilet. 
you know how many laws that I'm listening to that was broken? Lots. Okay, speaking of laws, did y'all ever had the notion to tell someone? What happens in this house stays in this house. People knew that was the sad thing, but they didn't know the extent. They knew that it was neglect. They knew that it was somewhat of abuse, but they had no idea <clears throat> the extent of it. Um, and they would all, always fall back to my grandparents. And my grandparents were, we'll take care of it. We'll take care of it. <laughs> so, and to the best of their ability, they that did. Right. But they, like I said, they did more damage than good. And going back to our aunt, that's more like our sister. Mm-hmm. She tried her hardest to shield us when she could. Yeah, she's a wee little thing. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was your sister at first, I, for the longest. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were, you know, all raised together, basically. But right. she has, um, honestly, she has wore more hats than one person should ever have to wear in their lifetime. And mm. she's done it. She has. She was threatened that if she told anything that happened in that house, then she would never be able to see us again. Mm. And that was your birth canal sister? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, how many of them is it? There's six. How many boys? Three. So three boys, three girls. Mm-hmm. So do you think that that the mistreatment came from her upbringing somewhat i mean maybe but the rest didn't turn out like that the rest are loving parents where did that come from then it had to come from something someone had to do that to her it's always been a jealousy thing if we were getting attention from our grandparents and she was standing there then we were getting pinched on the back of our arms Let's go. Oh my goodness. If a, she thought a man was that she was dating at the time was giving us attention, she would send us to our rooms. So y'all saw a lot of men in and out. Oh yeah. Lots. And some oh. of the men that of course Molly was younger, but some that I would see, I'd be like, You're so and so's dad. Wow. Yeah. And see, if when you have girls, that's dangerous because of the molestation part. We were left with uh, men that quote unquote babysat us. Oh my gosh. Like 30 something year old men. We were locked in basements and left. Um, basements as in no, no exit except for getting back up the stairs, and that door was deadbolted while they went clubbing. She had friends that did to us just as much as she did. What? I was held down on our kitchen table by her and another one of her friends while one of her other friends beat me. Because she stood up for me because they left us in the basement and I was five, had an accident because there was no bathroom and they got mad at me. Dude, that's a lifetime story. Dude, this is our teens, I mean. This is so surreal. This is not even scratching the surface. <laughs> we sat on the couch one day and watched 
three different men come in our house and neither one of them knew they were there. Wow. One was in the shower, one was under the bed, and one was in the kitchen. Oh my goodness. And we were sitting on the couch in the living room. Watching all of it unfold. Mm -hmm. But I do think seeing that, we did have, um, that gave us morals and respect for ourselves that we didn't want that. You know, that's, I'm very independent, sometimes too independent. Um, and I I don't need a man. I don't have to have a man. I can do, I can change a tire. I can change oil. I can cut a tree down. But that could have easily went the other way. And it's not yes. said that it. Y'all could turn out to be whores easily we, because of what you were seeing, thinking, oh, that's normal. We could have been whores, drug addicts. Yes. She didn't care. She <laughs> left <laughs> one weekend. She left this one at home. You were 14, 15 with $25 because she was going to the no, beach with a man. I was driving then. I was, I was 16. 16. For a whole weekend, $25. And I was not to tell anybody. And there was no food in the house. And that, well, if you had food, you had to pay for it anyway. <laughs> right. I worked, so I had money, but. And that was your biological. Yes. Not not a, a step, not a foster, no. a no. biological. Yes. Is there any way in your hearts that you think that you could deal with her? No. No. None at all? It's not even about the things that went on while I was growing up. It's the things that she did after I had my children. Trying to call defects on me because I lived in a house with one bathroom. Um, trying to take my children um, trying to take your children? Not, she... not through the court systems. Physically tried to take my children. And do what with them? Oh, she was going to take them. Because she had one bathroom. Uh, my, my point is, she didn't to be a mom to you, so what's she going to do with yours? Oh, it's all for show. Look at... Trophies. Yeah. We were trophies that sat on the shelf. Wow. And she brought us down, dusted us off. Here you go. And you put back. And then... The things that she's told me my whole life, that nobody wanted me. I was not worth anything. Nobody would ever want me. She didn't want me. She regrets the day that she walked out of the clinic and didn't get the abortion. I was told the reason I was born was to hang on to my dad. So that's, I have, yeah. I don't have hatred because if I have hatred, that's on me. It doesn't hurt her. It hurts me. But how can you not? I, I have hurt. I don't have hurt. When it comes to her, she is nothing to me. I could pass her in the street and wouldn't blink an eye. I just, I got over that. How can you not hate someone like that? Because that's that's holding on to something. That's my my soul's being damaged. Yeah, not I, hurt. I, you and that takes that. that that part of me that is hating her takes away that love I can give to my kids. I will not allow her to do that. Did she ever take y'all to church? For sure. For sure. And then she would rob the church. <laughs> she, oh, would, yes. she would get on the board somehow, and she would be over their money, and then in a month's time, maybe two months, the church would be pressing charges. 
we had at our elementary school, we had to uh, wow. bring lunches because right as you walked in the front door, there was a big poster up with her name saying that she had fraudulent checks and was not allowed to be accepted there. Local stores. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was going to let me go to jail with five felonies. Yeah. That was not me. I didn't even live in the state then. What happened? Well. <clears throat> now, anything that you don't want to talk about, you don't have to. No, but... I don't mind. Okay. Um, I mean, it's it's open record, you right, know. Right. Um, she stole some old checks that I had. I thought I had gotten rid of everything. And there was a book of checks that was left. She found them somehow and randomly went through and took them out. And she got her new porch built. She got uh, car payments paid. She had um, new tires. New tires. And I'm living out of state. I come home to visit for Christmas and I get a phone call. You have five warrants out for your arrest. They're all felonies. I said, I haven't even been here. Like, what do you mean? Your name's on them. She had done my signature so well. I had wow. to sit with a signature analysis and the sheriff at the time and the president of the bank for three and a half hours, writing my name over and over and over. Wow. My name was consistent with me writing it. They caught her on one letter. And she told me that I was selfish and that... You were selfish? Why? Because she wouldn't have had to do that if I wouldn't have left. <laughs> so she's a narcissist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Was she on drugs? No. Oh, now you trying to tell me that this woman is just crazy for no reason? Mm -hmm. Yes. She's addicted to money and sex. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, this, this is, you can curse. You can say fuck. You can say whatever you want to say. Yeah, well... She's addicted to money and sex. She wants the limelight. She wants to be important. She, you know, that was, that's what us three were, was the attention grabbers. Poor right. pitiful her because the quote-unquote dad, which that's a whole other story, he took tail and ran. Um, his mom had something to do with us up until she died, and then we didn't see. It was all gone. We were forgotten. So you never heard from him or anything? No, not until we were way older. And that was, on my end, I can't speak for anybody else, but on my end, it was hot air. I don't have time for that. You're not going to blow back in and try to use my kids as, oh, I'm a grandfather. No, you're not. I feel you. No. Because he could have savaged all of that. Well, he could have when I reached out to him. Right. I reached out to him. I told him what state we were living in what was going on and sorry whoa and there's stories with him too like i said we're not gonna get into that unless you want to but with him with her that was would be classified as abuse so well i, I have to like i said you don't have to answer anything but i'm my, my wheels are turning mm -hmm. now with all those different men did she ever try to off y'all up? No. They, you know, a lot of people say that we should go to therapy and there may be things locked away. And I'm like, if they are, I don't want to know. Yeah, I want to keep them locked away. I, yeah. feel you. I can remember um, looking out windows and seeing men looking in eyes. That was, yeah, that was common. 
Um, but there was many situations. There were many disadvantages we were put in that it very well could have. Yeah, no doubt. But like I said, if that's locked away somewhere, I don't want to know. Right. That I just knew she had a drug problem. That that really blew my mind that someone no. without a drug problem is doing all those things that she did. Never touched drugs. Didn't drink. Mm-mm. Oh my. She didn't she even smoke a cigarette. <laughs> she um. It it was always she needed it. Whatever she you had, she wanted. If you had something better than her, she wanted it. I can remember Ryan, my now husband, had bought me a gold rope chain with a pendant, and she wanted to wear it. And I told her, no, you're not wearing it. I believe I was 15 mm-hmm. at the time. She said, yes, I'm going to. And she reached and grabbed it and clawed my neck, jerked it off of me. And as she was jerking it off of me, she pushed me back on my bed. Well, then she fell on top of me. So I reached and I just pushed her off of me. Well, she grabbed me because I had a cordless phone. She grabbed my phone and started beating me up against the head. So I run outside and I start calling Jamie while paging Jamie. Yeah, we, went, we didn't have cell phones yet. <laughs> we didn't have cell phones. We We're telling crazy. our age now. Yeah. <laughs> but I start paging Jamie 911. She comes out there, grabs the phone, hits me again, and grabs me by the hair of my head and beat my head against four four posts that Jamie paid for. Yeah, that was one of those I paid for. I, I pull up and I get her off of her and I put her in the car with me and we leave and God rest his soul the cop that was in Comer then was he knew he knew how she was and um she'd already called gonna charge me for kidnapping and so she didn't see the wrong that she did but no, she's gonna call on you no, no, what no. happens in that house stays in that house and Molly was being um a defiant teenager and I was interfering <laughs> And so I reached and grabbed her head, and I said, you look at her face, and you tell me that I'm going away for kidnapping. He said, go on to your grandparents. I'll take care of it. So you're telling me a cop witnessed her injuries, mm-hmm. and this woman didn't go to jail? No. He made a call to my granddaddy, and my granddaddy handled it. <laughs> That's not handling it. I mean, there was judges that knew. We had to go in the judge's chambers and speak on, because she got arrested quite frequently, um, not for physical things. It was always money. Forgery. They would see the marks. I I went to school with my legs bleeding. I'm going to ask you about the school, because nowadays you can't go to school with a little scratch. They're like, oh, what is that? They called in everybody. They knew our family. So What? I have handprint bruises on my face. I'll call your grandma. We'll talk to her. And like I said, it wasn't, I'm not trying to soften the blow, but it wasn't that our grandparents didn't try. They did it in their own way. Right. They thought it was, we're going to make you be this mother. We're going right. to. There was always a knockdown drag out between them. And there would be weeks that we were at my grandparents before she was allowed, you know, back. Right. But once she was, she didn't forget that. She didn't forget none of it. Not a minute She of held it. on to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She remembered every bit of it. And I'll say it, I paid for it. Yeah. I would pay de- dearly. There was food that was kept. There was, I was not allowed to bathe. Anything that Drinks I. Drinks and food were locked in her closet. Yeah. 
if if I had anything that she thought remotely that I cared about, whether <clears throat> a clothing, a stuffed animal, a picture, a book, she would set a fire up in a bucket or a bonfire and throw all my stuff in it. Okay, I I need to get a little deep right here for a second. It's, it's not really deep, but it's... So when it was time for y'all, period, I can only imagine what that was like. Because she's not buying you anything, so... Oh, no, that came from our grandparents or from our aunt that okay. was really close in our age. Jamie taught me. Who taught you? My aunt. Okay. Jamie sat on the edge of the tub and showed me how to shake my legs. Wow. Wow. So who who had the sex talk? Your your aunt? With me? Yeah. No one. That wasn't discussed. She had it with me. That wasn't discussed. So you had to learn trial and error, huh? It was that was every sense of sex, physical contact was dirty. You didn't it From was from our grandparents. Our oh, grandparents. okay, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I was that, gonna say <clears throat> no. Because of the holiness. Yes. Okay. So you did not discuss it, you did not talk about it. It was that was between a man and his wife. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what we were, you know, your goal in life was you graduated high school, you got married, you bared children. Right. You cooked hot meals, you cleaned house. Right. Well, I'm not broke from that cloth. I I'm not that way. So you that was but my like I said, my aunt mm-hmm. many hats again. Yeah. And to this day, she still does. My kids, they don't call her by her name. They have a name that that you would call a grandparent. Yeah. And she has been that. I mean, not really look at her as a grandparent, but you know what I'm saying? She's she's filled Played that the role. Yeah. yeah. She's their mammy. Yeah. She's there wow. for them, their sports, their graduations, Gosh. their birthdays, their sick, their surgeries, their in birth. Mm-hmm. All yeah, of she, it. she is a sweet woman, I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> she is a sweet woman. She's a woman of many hats. Yes, no doubt. Wow. That's <laughs> So your opening statement yeah. that described her. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, so true. And then I have a second one, which is Jamie. So I got lucky. So to speak, I I can see what you're saying. But did did they ever put a damper on God with y'all? Like, is there a God? Why are we going through this? I will honestly tell you, I hated him. Yeah. And I did not understand until I was older the sayings that because, like I said, my grandfather and I were thick as thieves. He didn't make a move. He didn't turn a wrench that I wasn't right there with him. I was eight months pregnant changing out a water filter system on a vehicle with him. I mean, that's just the way we were. But he would tell me, <clears throat> God only gives his strongest soldiers the worst battles. Yeah. And I'd look at him and say, but that's not fair. I've proved my strength. Why do I have to continue? And this is conversations I'm having at eight nine ten years old and you're okay he always called me Jamel and he said Jamel you'll make it you're okay it'll get better it'll get better that's you know what we was told but yeah I was angry at God why was I not worthy of being loved why was Um, I not enough I never to this day I still have issues with why am I not enough right I, I'm always trying to prove myself, and then I look and like, I don't have to prove myself to anyone but me and my three kids. And, but I still, 
that's just the way I'm wired. That's yeah. the way my childhood has turned me to be. And I can never do enough, and I can never make enough money. I can never have the house can't be clean enough. The things can't be organized enough. My kids, that's the only breaking point I have with my kids is I never put that on them. Like, uh-huh. they've always they've always overachieved anything I could ever ask for. They are very smart and intelligent, caring, loving. Hardworking. All, all of them yeah, are. I agree. But I never <laughs> put that on them because I have every drawing, every doodle they've ever done <laughs> yes. from the time they could hold a pencil because I don't have any of that from my childhood. Mm-hmm. I got awards. I got trophies. I got all kinds of stuff. And it was pictures we don't have. It was it was thrown in a fire because it meant something to me. I had a baby doll that I adored and I would hide it because I knew if she knew that I cared anything about it, it'd be gone. Up until the incident with Molly and I went and got her and she had called the law and all that, the doll was gone. Mm. She finally Found it. it was it was her mission to mm. get a hold of that. Cause, so anything, trying to keep Molly from me, that was a big thing. What about your fate? Did your fate, how do you feel about God with the situation you was going through? I was torn, but I really didn't question it. I always, I, I'm not going to say I have a bigger heart. It's more of I have a, more of a, how can I She gives many chances. I get She lots. sees the good. I try to see the good in everybody. So you're, you're an optimist. Yes. I got you. I try to see the good in everybody, and I give everybody chances after chances after chances. Don't matter what you do to me. Wow. I'll sit back and I'll think about it, and then I'm like, it's okay now. So so you will be the one that would give your mom. Not anymore. But you were the one. I was the one. Okay. And she, until, until 2017. Until 2017. Okay. If she wouldn't have said what she said to me, then I might still. But she brought my kid into it. Okay. But then she told my kid, told me that my kid would never amount to anything like me. Oh wow! By her own grandchild. And that's that was. That was the straw that broke the camel back. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's Molly's. I guess you call it the, her toxic trait. Right. Exactly. And I, I'm sitting there looking at her, going, <laughs> I, "I'm seeing this crash in front of you." Yeah. But I have learned. I warned you. I'll be there to pick you up when it's done. Right. This is who she is. I mean. That's, right. yeah. yeah. And I'm a realist. Right. I won't say angry words to you. See. I won't hate I, you. I, I use that term swear. realist also. Some people call me a pessimist. But see, I'm like, yeah, I'm a realist. I mean, just the way it is. I'm not a pet. I, mean, I like that. I mean, that's the way I am. Yeah. And I can love you and never speak to you again. <laughs> I used to beg Jamie, hey, let, let's try to go to counseling. Maybe we can all work everything out. Wow. And shoot, Molly, no. Yeah. Molly, no. If you want to, you go ahead. See, I like that. She like, if you want to, you go. She didn't try to, like, No, I never have. I, I like never that. have. And that's when I was treading lightly on the quote-unquote dad thing. Yeah. She speaks to him. I do not. And I have told her, that is your choice. You are grown. Yeah. I love you regardless. Don't put it on me. Uh-huh. I have no feeling for him. I don't. I. He's not. He's a waste of air to me. <laughs> I understand that totally. How did y'all manage to graduate? Did y'all graduate? Yes. We did. How did y'all manage to graduate? It's your lifestyle was almost impossible to graduate. It'd be better just to quit. And, and I was told I couldn't. 
She told me I would never do it. But you would never graduate? Hmm? We would never graduate. We would never amount to anything. She looked at me and told me that I would be on the streets. Nobody would care. Nobody would miss me. So now I'm gathering out of all this torment y'all went through, something positive came from it because it gave y'all the drive to, I'm going to prove you wrong. Right. And it wasn't proving her wrong in my in my part. Mm-hmm. Because for years I believed everything she told me. Oh, no. I did. Wow. But when I met Crystal Tarkins and she saw something in me that nobody else had ever, they may have seen it, but they never said it. Right. She said it. And she would get nose to nose with me. She didn't. She was like a drill sergeant, you know, and she's like, you're going to believe this. I'm telling you, you're not worthless. And eighth grade, I was playing high school basketball. <laughs> really? I was a starting point guard my freshman year. And that bowled the quote-unquote mother and her dream child's blood because the oldest was a basketball player. Well, I could run circles around her. She couldn't stand it. So she changed her schools. She moved her to Clark Central. Yes. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She had better opportunities. She was going places. I didn't need that. I wasn't good enough. That's awful. I mean, that's... And the only way I got to play is because my uncle, and I'm nine months younger than my cousin, he coached us. And he made sure that I got to practices. So she just didn't do anything as a mom? No. She never watched Molly play ball. I was the one that watched Molly play ball. Mm-hmm. I was the one that made sure that she went to the middle school tryouts and she made the team and she had the stuff that every other girl had on that team. And I didn't have my first pair of Nikes until I was in eighth grade. I worked real hard to get those. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Oh my goodness. And it wasn't because our grandparents didn't try. They just had so many. Right. And again, my aunt is only four years older than I am. So I'm 12, she's 16. They still have her at home. And then her, the next brother is- He's four years older. Four years older than her, so it was- And the next one's four years older. Yeah, so it was, they still had kids. And so it wasn't that they didn't try, but there was just a lot of things that, um, it came out as years passed and they were like, we didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah, you did. I was going to say, mm. You knew it, but you didn't want to face it because then you would have to say she had something wrong with her. Right. And they didn't want that. So for them to be all holy, when you would have thought that they no, were that was ready? my grandmother. It was our grandmother. <laughs> and it was only on certain things. Yeah, she had a twisted religion. Oh, okay, so... So it wasn't a every Sunday up in the Bible. Oh, no, we, no when I was younger, well, yes. yes. But, but it, as we got older, it, they drifted away okay. from that. Because when I was younger, it was we were there every Sunday, every Sunday night, every Wednesday night. When we left there on Sunday and Wednesday nights, the church came to our house. Okay. We had the dinners there. We had all of that. But as we got older and there was more of... The grand's coming along and all that. It kind of drifted back. But we weren't allowed to watch MTV. That was the devil coming to the TV. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying you would think someone that's in the church like that wouldn't let that go, go around. She was going to make her a mother. She was going to show her this is what you got to do to be a mother. But y'all suffering in the process. Mm-hmm. That was childhood. 
Childhood's hard. Let me tell you about what happened to me when I was younger. That's what we got told. Wow. A comparison. Mm -hmm. When my grandmother was younger. Right. You you had to go outside, get your own water. Well, yeah, you didn't have electricity. Right. That wasn't my fault. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And you didn't get beat for it. I mean. Yeah. Mm. I would get slapped for getting out of the bed the wrong way. She drugged down the hallway by the hair of my head because I walked past her and didn't speak the right words to her. I remember one morning she got beat because Jamie likes to sleep in in the morning, so she got smart. She slept on, I got she cold. made her bed up, and she put her clothes on the night before, and she pulled a blanket over her. So the next morning all she had to do was get up, fold the blanket up, and she was good. Yeah. Well, she got up that morning and saw that she had done that. She got up earlier than I did. I got caught. And she got in trouble because she was already dressed. Oh, what trouble? That was beaten. Okay, then this 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 is a major question. I need you to think back to the time that it happened. Not now, but to the time that it happened. Did y'all ever feel like, okay, I deserve that? No. So you never felt like I did something wrong, so that's why I'm no. getting this beaten? No. Hmm. Ninety percent of the beatings that I got were never about me. And you knew that at that time. Right. I remember they went out with some cousins of ours, which their my mother's cousins, and their kids came to stay at our house with us. Well, the one cousin drew on the wall. They said it was me. So while they were still there, she goes and gets the belt, and I remember. Because I'd jump on her bed and I was running around the room screaming it wasn't me with the buckle of the belt I was getting hit on the back. Mm. Oh, she'd hit with whatever she'd get. I've gotten hit with wooden spoons, belts, frying pans, picture frames, shoes. Switches. Uh, Dr. Green. Yeah, they were called Dr. Green. Um, you know, in the black community, we, we make jokes about that, that we just get hit with anything. You know, the moment you pick anything, just throw it at you, whatever close to you. But the mom still showed love. Mm-mm. Y'all got that you without weren't allowed love. To, no, you weren't allowed to touch her. You would wrinkle her clothes or mess up her hair or her makeup. Now, remember <laughs> we told you how we looked. Our hair would be matted. Right. Touched on top of the head. Our clothes would be hand-me-downs. Most of the time, yeah. Most of the clothes that we had were hand-me-downs. Now, her, she wore three-piece suits, heels, stock, the, what are they called, pantyhose. Her makeup was done just right. Her hair was done just right. She went and got her nails done every week. That's awful. That's really awful. And for me, the worst part is people standing by knowing that's going on and allowing it to go on. That's awful. In today's time, that would never pass. Oh, no. I'm talking about not even close to it. No. No. Mm-hmm. Looking back, then you're you're in the moment, so you don't think about, well, Sam down the road here knows what's going on. They're not doing anything. Right. You don't think it. You just think that's life. Right. I've got to live another day. You got to survive. I mean, it it was that was life. Like I had a tooth removed, and because I woke her up in pain, she backhanded me and busted the stitches. Yes. So you know that it was just life. So you didn't look at this person's not helping me. I didn't see that until I was an adult. That hey, wait a minute. That should and it like I said, it wasn't just family members. It wasn't just friends. It was schools. It was 
law enforcement. It was everybody. Mm-hmm. School, churches, law enforcement. It was, it was everybody. The only one person that would stand up to her remotely at all, not just in the heat of the moment of, because my grandma was like, oh, I'm taking your kids. I'm in your face. Well, that didn't bother her, but my grandmother thought that bothered was my aunt that was four years older than I. Yeah. And she would, you're not doing this. This is not right. You, now, my uncles, we were close, mm-hmm. and they would, but they're guys. Not that that's an excuse, mm-hmm. but we're girls. Uh-huh. They're guys, and they're kind of like, no, oh, you know, I, I don't hit her like that. Mm-hmm. And they would do that, but not, whereas my aunt was like, oh, no, no, no. And like I said, she's a fiery little thing, but yes, yeah. <laughs> it's um, it's amazing, honestly. I think she enjoyed when our grandparents took us. Oh yeah, because it was free time. Yeah, she didn't have to worry. Quote, she didn't worry anyway. So well, no, she didn't. But I'm just saying. So when the grandparents took y'all, they took all three of y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do y'all think she got a mental problem? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. She was diagnosed. Okay. Um, they took her, it was court appointed that she had to go see someone and he was in there with her for five minutes and walked out and looked at my grandparents and said, if I don't watch it, I'll be the one on the couch and she'll be asking questions. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And that's why I I think uh, she played mind games. Oh yeah. Especially with me. Well, she she knew Molly had that soft spot. That big heart, yes. Molly loved her. Absolutely. I don't remember ever having any ounce of love, sympathy, empathy, or nothing towards her, ever in my life. That's deep. Never. Wow. That's real deep. I, I never wanted her to touch me. I never wanted to touch her. I didn't want her touching my children. I mean, I, I know kids that got beat by their mom, but they still love their mom because they thought it was normal, but you never had that mm-hmm. feeling. When The day I was born, she laid me, well, he the quote-unquote dad, laid me in my grandmother's arms and said, here, you got another one. Wow. Both parents, oh, wow. But yet, here y'all saying, hmm? that's amazing. That's, that's an amazing story that y'all survived it. We rose above it. Yes. So if she was here right now, sitting in that chair right there, she did not all of that. Absolutely. And swear that y'all just hating on her. Mouth drop open, eyes big. Oh, she would say that she disciplined us. And maybe she sometimes. Had to do what she had to do. And maybe yeah. sometimes it was a little rough, but that was because I would fight her on it or I was bucking the system. That was her favorite thing to say. So, yeah. Well, you know how I've. I remember the first time I met y'all, and by me meeting y'all, I would never have known Mm-mm. that your life was like that, cause y'all didn't present it that way. So that's a great job. That's kudos to y'all. Y'all, y'all never presented. Y'all had a troubled childhood, and a lot of time with my profession, I can see that, but I never saw any y'all at all. That's not my story. That don't. That does not define me. Yeah, sure. man. We rose above that. Yeah, you did, and that's great. Wow. Coming into this thing, like I said, I was, I had my saying, I had my beliefs. But hearing y'all's story today, that, that really changed my mind. 
because I was headstrong on. You've told me before. Yeah, it's I, your mom. You're right, and I, I'm so sorry. I'm apologizing to you right now. You don't have to apologize. Yeah, I do because I was really headstrong about that, and I got to apologize to my daughter and anybody else that who listened to this that I've said that to. I'm sorry. <laughs> Because I was so headstrong on it, and the reason I was because of the way I grew up. My grandmama raised me, and I just can't imagine a mom doing what y'all mom did to y'all. I, I, I can't. It's it's I can't get it in my mind nowhere. So that's why I was so headstrong. Like it's still your mom, regardless. No matter what she does, it's still your mom. You gotta love her because that's your mom. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. I was so wrong because, like you said, that doesn't make a mom at all. No. And she would always think that because she was the one that stuck around, she was the one that cared. No, we were used. I mean, that's that's to the what fullest. It was. Mm-hmm. To the fullest. But, you know, it well, is. I, I know it's not my fault, but I, I'm apologizing to y'all that so many people allow that to go on in your life because that should not have happened at all. That was way too many people with the school, with the judges, with the law enforcement, especially the law enforcement. That's what we are here for. And for you to, to know that, and uh, I, I will tell your granddad, what the fuck? I mean, mm. well, I mean there's, she was sleeping with a lot of them. Yes. Lawyers, cops, Judge. judges. <laughs> but it is, you know, I don't look at it as, no, it wasn't fair. You're right. Mm-hmm. It was not fair not at, at all. Childhood was taken. Which totally. Yeah. And, and that's what's not fair because when you have a child, you want that child to enjoy being a child because once they hit adulthood, that shit for real. For real. I mean, you know. That's like, what I tell my kids. I'm like, uh, use my 16-year-old for reference. He wanted to get a job. Why? I want my own money. I applaud you for that, but there's no reason for that. When you become an adult, you have no choice. <laughs> and that's he, it. And he worked for six months. and. It, He's high-ranking in school, and he was working five, six days a week and still going to school and keeping his grades up. And I said, son, you have one year of school left. Enjoy it. Enjoy it, yeah. But, Mom, I don't want to just quit. Don't just quit. You turn in your notice. You do it respectfully. But enjoy your life. Most parents want their kids to work. I said, you have your whole life to work. Yeah, you do. Enjoy it. I didn't get that. I never Mm -hmm. did. Mm -mm. I, I still have a hard time. Enjoying things. Have like, I'm taking off work. Yeah, I feel. <laughs> it's just, mm. I feel guilty. Wow. Going back to our professions, I hear what I do. And right. I hear a lot of calls. You do. To where there's children involved and there's scared. And a lot of the times they're like, oh, that's just a kid being a kid. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. go check it. And say, I see the other part. I can guarantee you I could go to the high school right now and I could pick you out five kids within 20 minutes that you would never think that their parents mistreat them or neglect them. And I would be able to, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you would never see a bruise on them. They'd be the happiest kids you ever meet. Wow. But I know them because it's like looking in a mirror. Right. What is it, game recognizes game? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. You put on a smile. What happens at home stays at home. That was a brainwashing technique, yeah, and it worked. It was it was fear. Right. It was fear technique. She she got off, so to say, on the somebody fearing her. She thrived even, the fear, even if it was children. She that juiced her up, and that's why 
from day one, her and I, I guess, didn't see eye to eye because. You were going to show her that fear. <laughs> I don't show it now. <laughs> it tried to spill onto our kids. So what? It tried to spill onto our kids. I'm thinking back. Right. They had a, a pool. Our kids, they invited over. We went over. Our kids were jumping in the pool. You can't jump in the pool. You can't jump in the pool. You have to just sit. Because you'll get their deck wet. Not that when it rained, it didn't get wet, but hey. <laughs> wow. And I, I mean, we... My we, daughter and her son decided to stay one night. No, 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 no. They were staying with you, and they wanted to go over there, and you called and asked. And I uh-huh. said, how long going to be there? And you was only going to the grocery store. Right, right. And I said, I don't like my son being there. She said, well, if you don't want him to stay, it's fine. But he got on the phone. He was four. Four. Mama, please, Mama, please. And I said, Molly, how long are you going to be gone? She said, no more than an hour, I promise you. Within that hour, her daughter had called her. There's two years difference in them, so her daughter was six. My son was four. Had called her, what, four times? Mm -hmm. You need to get here. She's being mean to him. Molly gets there, and my son's ear's black. He's sitting over in a corner. He has uh, fingerprints on his arm, and I slung her against the wall, and I got the kids, and I left. That's awful. That's her only grandson. (gasps) No, that's not her grandson. No, I'm just saying that's the only boy that we have. Wow. So it didn't, she didn't, it doesn't matter who it is. It's just having that power. Yeah. Or so she thought she had. Wow. So what you're telling me is if she passed away right now, you wouldn't feel anything? No. I wouldn't blink an eye. I wouldn't even, okay, what do you want me to do about it? That's, I know this is harsh, and you said we're free to say what we want to say. Yes, you are. If both of them were laying on the side of the road on fire, I would drive a mile up the road to pee, make sure it didn't hit them. <laughs> Make sure the downstream didn't. Exactly. <laughs> you exactly right. Just I have anybody that can. I worked with a school system for many years. I've always kept kids. I've always had my niece. I've had my aunt's daughter. You know, always kids. Always. That's just been me. I could never, ever, even attempt to have the thought in my head to even come to her mildest point at any of those kids. Exactly. Ever. I couldn't do it. And that's so great because I say it so many times, the curse continues. And it normally does. Right. And that's great that it, it doesn't with y'all. Oh, my goodness. But that's that's where I don't say that we're special or whatever, but we had this one person that stuck by <laughs> us in, in our head saying, this isn't right. This isn't right. This isn't uh, right. So we knew it wasn't. Right. But we also accepted that it was our life. So... That that's why, but people are like I can't believe you're not a drug addict or alcoholic. Exactly, something. I'm sure you didn't get raped. Yeah, something. But that's where I look at it and say that was a choice. I chose to have morals and not be a whore. I chose to respect my body and not do drugs. Amen. You know, that's a choice. I'm not doubt down in anyone that's addicted to anything, but that's still a choice that you made. Yes, it is to deal. I agree. It's a choice. I dealt with with my problems with being abused. I mean, I was abused. I was, I'm a survivor of child abuse. Right. And I'll say it loud and I'll say it proud. Um, Tremendous child abuse. But I chose to 
make sure that was not my book. That was not my definition. That was a chapter. And it got me to who I am. But it's not who I am. It's just a small little portion of me. Believe me, I got many chapters. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Now, before we go, do y'all, anything you want to say before we go? Molly. Anyone listening, just listen to the kids. Nine times out of ten, they're telling the truth. Let them talk. Pay attention. I like that. Yes, listen to them. Jamie. To the kids, uh, if you're listening, you are worth something. And there is somebody that cares. There's always somebody that cares. It may be the janitor at school. It may be the cop you pass in the road. Right. They care. You are worth something. There's somebody that wants you. Amen. Well, that was a very educational episode there that opened my eyes up, and I really appreciate you two for what y'all decided to express in this podcast, and I hope someone listening gets something out of it. But like I say, y'all, for me, <laughs> I love you guys. Y'all are oh, you family. some strong Since day one. Yeah, no doubt. Thank it, you for letting us talk. Yeah. Uh, it was... Um, we were muted for many years. Yes. So it, it's... I don't like to talk about it, but it's good to talk about it. It's good to talk about it. I agree. Therapeutic. From the mind to the lips to the heavens. Until next time, peace be And I can see you coming home after work late. You're in the kitchen trying to fix us a hot plate. You're just working with the scraps you was given. And mama made miracles every Thanksgiving. But now the road got rough, you're alone. You're trying to raise two bad kids on your own. And there's no way I can pay you back. But my plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate it.